for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in on a President's Day Monday. Yes, we're here. We're ready after the weekend. Hope you had a great weekend. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We're back. President's Day. Hope you're chilling, relaxing. Hope you have the day off. We're going to try and provide a little thought-provoking sports talk. We have a big night in high school basketball here in town. We're going to have some fun today. Welcome in South Dakota Sports Talk Show live from our downtown studio here on Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station. Bring us up on Radio 1067 FM, 1150 AM, five states strong at 1150 AM. If you get out of range at all, stream us all the time, foxsportsrapidcity.com. The Nate Brown Show Ready to go on a Monday. I said big night in high school basketball. The first ever matchup, varsity level, Rapid City Central and St. Thomas More. This is something I've been looking forward to for many years, as a matter of fact. And it kind of just happened this year because Central lost a game, and so they filled it, and uh, we're going to have it. A President's Day basketball high school showdown. Central, St. Thomas More. They've never played at the varsity level. We're going to talk to both coaches coming up tonight. We'll have the play-by-play tip Offset for seven. Our broadcast team ready to go tonight with a great matchup in boys high school hoops. Before that, a lot to get to. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. Number one expert uh, care at Black Hills Ortho, the region's preferred orthopedic provider. Better access, more options at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. If you suffer an injury, don't let it slow you down. Get back in the game with the expert team here in the Black Hills. They've been here since 1976. Start online, bhosc.com. Uh, take a look at the team and all they do. Start there, bhosc.com. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center helping you stay in the game. Okay, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Uh, let's preview the matchup tonight. I thought, hey, why not? I've been talking about this high school basketball matchup for many, many years. Will it happen? Will it happen? I, I don't know. And it's going to happen tonight. We'll talk to both coaches, Dave Hollenbeck, St. Thomas Moore, boys basketball coach. He'll join me live as the game's over at Central tonight. We'll talk to Coach Hollenbeck coming up. Then on the other side, Cobbler headman T.J. Hay on his perspective as well. So it's a double-A, class-A matchup. Central St. Thomas Moore tonight. We'll talk to both coaches coming up. Also on the national side, let's go to Sean Keeler, Denver Post columnist. Some things popping down in college sports in Colorado. Colorado State, CU. We'll talk to Sean Keeler. He's on it. DenverPost.com uh, columnist. Also, Eric Eager is going to drop by. It's that time of year in the NFL. Off-season, dead cap money. Oh, it's just so exciting. Who, who's going to have the worst situation entering the off-season? Well, we're going to go to our data guy, NFL analyst, SumerSports.com. Eric Eager, live from Cincinnati. Uh, I am going to talk to him about what the Broncos, how about a situation the Broncos are in? Did you see Russell Wilson and his wife, Sierra? Is it Sierra or Ciara? I don't. <laughs> Did you see? They're taking offers on their mansion. They're taking offers today on their mansion. Russell, 
What? What? Where are you going? Uh, thanks, Sparky. But anyway, uh, Eric Eager's coming up. We'll talk Broncos, Vikings, and more. And then finally, national NBA writer Keith Smith is in tonight. Why are we talking NBA? Well, we have to after yesterday's situation, and that's where we'll start. Okay, Keith Smith on tap, NBA writer for Spot Track. Uh, throw out the number, get you on President's Day. What are you up to today? Join the show, 720-1067 is our number. Live uh, studio line, 720-1067. Join the program. Barron's Wilson text line ready to go, 720-1067. Text the show if you can't call in. Second best effort. Text the show. We'll get to that, 720-1067 on the Barron's Wilson text line. Okay. So here we go, guys. It's it's a never-ending battle of pro sports leagues not having great all-star games. I mean, this is a this is a, people act like yesterday's all-star game. It was it's NBA all-star game. For many of you, you're going, huh? What? <laughs> I I understand NBA all-star weekend. Did I watch one second of the live game yesterday? What do you think? I'm a basketball fan. Do you guys, you guys know this? I go to NBA games. I take my kids to NBA. We, we're we're going to go here in March down in Denver. They like the watching the players and the whole thing. We're a big basketball family, so I love NBA. I love college basketball. Did I watch one second live? Did I watch one second live? That's my question, okay? Let's go to the phones first. Maybe we have somebody who did. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Jim, what's up today? Not much. I'm sure you watch if you're a basketball fan. I hope you did. <laughs> here's, here's my answer, Jim. Wait, wait. I watched all the highlights. I watched all of that stuff, all the coverage. I did not watch live. I watched Saturday night, the three-point contest, the dunk contest. I watched that live. I did not watch the game live, Jim. Is that a mistake? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was amazing watching Cat go down for 50 and then Damon Lillard and the hometown crowd Auburn find it out for the MVP. Okay, so you had fun with it. Is that what you're telling me? You had fun. Yeah. You didn't take it too serious yesterday. No, I knew it was going to be record-breaking scores. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, by the way, um, do you think they should change anything, Jim? Should they change anything? Do the players need to compete at all? They need to compete a little harder. A little, okay, uh, okay. A little harder, but one thing that really disappointed me about the All-Star game this year is that Victor from the Spurs never got oh. put in that he deserved to be put in in the Western All-Star team. Wembenyama, you wanted the big man. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, Jim. Thanks, buddy. Good to hear from you. Yep, thanks. Uh, thanks for getting day. in. Um, so, so there's Jim. I love Jim's passion for sports. If you don't know Jim, Jim's been listening to this show, I think, since we started it, right? We started this a long time ago at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That was a long time ago before we changed up. Jim's been listening. He's a passionate sports fan. He said I should have watched live. You know why I didn't, Jim? Do you know why I didn't? I know it's not basketball. I know it's not even close to basketball. I think the uh, three-point contest, Steph and Sabrina, that was outstanding. I mean, I'm, I think people should be commending Steph Curry today instead of hammering the All-Star game in that joke yesterday. 
We should be commending Steph Curry for actually taking on Sabrina in a three-point contest that was real. Now, that was fun. And that was risky for Steph, by the way. And nobody's talking about it. It was a three-point contest. NBA player against WNBA, and Steph did it. And he competed, and he, and he, and he won it. That was, that was the show. I even watched the slam dunk contest, which I'm like, well, it's not back like it was with Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. But I watched it, and my kids thought that was fun. We didn't watch one second of it yesterday. It's not real basketball. I had to watch the highlights so I know what I'm looking at and know what I'm going to be dealing with. I'm not going to watch an NBA All-Star game that's as big of a joke as that was yesterday. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. What do you say? <clears throat> I haven't watched <clears throat> one second of the All-Star game for the last 10 years. 10 years. Watch, 10 years. And I, don't watch, and I don't watch the regular season either. I watch... Not at all? When we get to probably the second okay. round of the playoffs, then I'll start okay. watching because that's finally, it's finally basketball. They finally play some defense. Regular season's okay at times. It, it's okay at times, regular season. <clears throat> There's some good games. Yeah, but you don't know what, what those are going to be. Okay. If I was a, you know, in a city where there was a team, and I paid you know, 150 200 bucks, whatever it costs for a game now, and then the stars sit out. <coughs> I mean, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, I, mean, I understand that. Why are these yeah. guys sitting out? They don't play every night of the week. They're playing two hours. <coughs> you know, they got professional trainers. They got professional nutritionists. They got everything. They fly first class. You know, charters, most of the places they go to. Stay, you know, first class hotels, the best hotels in the city. Single so you, rooms. And I'm by the out. way, you hate that... They don't compete at all in an all-star game like yesterday. It sounds like you, you say you got to no. compete, but you understand they're not going to go hard, 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 right? But gee, I mean, there was there wasn't even. Of course, I didn't watch it, but <coughs> last time I watched it, there was no attempt whatsoever to play any defense. Well, yesterday, yesterday points, was even worse. Me? Yeah, I mean they had uh, four hundred points yesterday. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's a it's. It's worse than the NFL All-Star game was a Pro Bowl. Before <laughs> well, that got bad, too. It did. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Um, I think the NBA has to do something with it because it's a bad look, and then everybody talking on President's Day because it's kind of a slow day, and now people are just hammering it. I think they got to get out in front of this. I do. Well, they need, they need to get out in front of this, you know, resting these players, too. If you got an injury, that's one thing, but... Just because you can't play two nights in a row? They're trying to solve that. that. I mean, really? They're trying to solve that, but it's hard. They, I don't know if they're enforcing it as good as they should. They got some rules in now. They're not enforcing it as good as they should. Um, oh. All right, man. Thanks for getting right. in. I appreciate it. Thanks. Um, here we go. I, I did not watch it live. I, I can't do it. But here's my question of the day about the All-Star game in the NBA. Is this actually a bad thing? For kids to watch yesterday, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. High school to, to fifth graders playing, no defense, goofing around, or is it just Nate? Let's just just relax, Nate. Don't be so serious. You know, like Jim on one side, he said, "I'm having fun with it." Damian Lillard making half court shots and getting the MVP and. You just got to have fun with that. That's what it is. It's a break for the players. They're not going to go crazy, compete. It's a new age 
It's a new era. I didn't have my daughter watch it. She likes the NBA. She loves basketball. I didn't even say. I said, you don't, you don't need. She said, in the All-Star game, you don't need to watch it. You know? <laughs> and so, am I just so harsh? I'm just so harsh. Is it? That's my question of the day. Kids watching it, do they get it that this isn't real basketball? Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. You know what I did yesterday, Nate? I don't know. <laughs> I watched kids' basketball tournament. Oh, so did I. All right. All right. Um, that's that's a little better. They tried to give me a ref, and I go, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I didn't run into you, but... Um, I I think I saw you there at Central. Oh, yes. I was over there for a while. By the way... They got the best hot dogs, dude. Oh, okay. I didn't have one of those. Did oh, you? they're quarter-pounders, Nate. They're too Oh, much. man. I better, I better be ready. Have you watched the yeah. NBA All-Star game since Jordan and those guys? That's my question, Steve, because I have a Probably feeling... Probably the you're... 1990s. Okay, okay. That's... that's, that's you know, uh... eight, and I got a couple things. Now, remember how I, I've been a Larry Bird fan? You know, yes, yes. One of the top five? Yes. Top six? Of all people, Chris Broussard came out this weekend or last week and says, if you don't think Larry Bird's one of the greatest players, then you haven't watched basketball. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't hear that. Chris Broussard. Yeah. I like I like Chris. Well, I, I do about 40, 60. <laughs> but, uh, By the way, did you see what Larry Bird said about the All-Star game? Speaking of Larry, Larry just said this this weekend. He said, you can't have these great a players show up to a game and not compete at all. He said, you don't have to go crazy, but you got to compete. It's just disrespectful. Do you remember back in the 80s? I know you were born around that time, but you were a kid, and when you were a kid that back then, you watched. Oh, for sure. You, yeah. You watched all sports. Dunk contests, three-point contests. Oh, all yes. of it. Yes. Do you, don't you remember Bird? And, yeah, and Magic. They wanted to kill each other. Yes. They still had like fun, but it wasn't Finals. this. Yeah, they got after it. They got after it. And then Jordan, he goes, uh, who was it? Magic Johnson on one of these, you know, they talk about the old days. And Magic goes, you know, I hated Jordan every time I saw him on the court, no matter if it was an all-star <laughs> game, Olympic practice, no matter what. But I like you know, that. Once practice was over, we'd have a beer. Yeah, I like that mindset better than... What we're getting yesterday, honestly. Hey, I mean, did you hear about that soccer tournament in Kansas City? No, no. Where, where are we going here? My daughter is on deck. They went down there, and they canceled it. Oh, what they happened? They got heated fields, Nate. Oh. How do you cancel a soccer match? <laughs> and okay. they didn't give no refunds to the club. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Okay. I've Everybody came down Friday. Got hotels, we did, and bam, we're on the road Saturday morning heading back to South Dakota. All right, I've been there, man. Kind of reminded me of the All Star game. Yeah. All right, man. Come on, Nate. I know. I know. My South Omaha buddy there, he was right. They haven't had defense until quite a while. Quite a while. Semis. All right, man. Thanks for getting. But have a great day. I appreciate it. Yep. I I I just wanted to um, I just wanted to lay this out there. It's it's the old guard against the new age, but here's here's how I'm noticing why I think it's a problem for the NBA, actually. The NFL recognized this a few years ago. The NFL started looking at the Pro Bowl, and then everybody said, wait a second, these guys aren't even tackling. They, they aren't even tackling anymore. 
So the NFL said, we we got to stop this. We're just going to do the flag football fest and, and call it good. I watched a little bit of that. It wasn't anything special. I mean, it's, it's NFL guys messing around playing flag football. It wasn't anything special, but they had to stop it. So don't pretend like you're playing a real game. The NBA is kind of still pretending it's a real thing to, to be an all-star. I guess to become an all-star, but the game itself is not a real game. And honestly, if kids are watching it, they have to understand these guys are just screwing around because there's zero defense. But I, I think it's a bad look. I understand I'm more in the old guard. Um, they call me Papa Nate these days okay. <laughs> for my sports takes. I'm in the old guard a little bit more. Can we compete a little bit? What used to happen even with Kobe Bryant? Okay, that's not going back that far. Kobe Bryant, we'd have some fun. We'd compete. We'd play a little bit. Fourth quarter, last five minutes, now it's a game on. I mean, like Kobe said, I want to win. I never wanted to step on there and just screw around. Okay? These guys yesterday, the game itself is just totally out of control. It's over. This reminds me of the Pro Bowl scenario. The game's over. It's not real football. So it's not real basketball yesterday. It's over. How do you change this? I don't know if you can because the new uh, player mindset, this uh, why don't they compete? And let me take a shot at some of the players here a little bit. Why was it okay for Kobe Bryant, these guys not so long ago, to compete, still have some fun with it, not, not get hurt or anything like that, but why can't the new players compete? They all got to be friends. They got to hug. They got to be boys. They got to, I don't want to put any effort here because, heck, I even sit out regular season games, let alone having to play in an all-star game. But you know why it's important? For the league, for the game of all of these players in the past that have come before setting the table, and now these guys act like they can just do whatever they want. And then the fans pay the money in Indianapolis, and it's a total disaster. The fans are paying money to watch. Just watch these guys run up and down the floor. So so this is a bad look. It's, it is bad for kids to tune into that thing last night. They, they're the ones that the NBA loves, the young crowd, and they, they get to watch all these stars, and it's just dumb. 400 points, half-court shots, no defense, messing around. It's, it's, it's uh, just a terrible look overall, competitiveness from the history of the game, respecting the game, and how you have to play a little bit. That's why you just got to just... Tank it then, go three-point contest, still do the slam dunk stuff. I, I think that's all fine. I watched that Saturday night. I credit Steph Curry for putting his, you know, putting his uh, reputation on the line a little bit. Honestly, give him a little credit. Steph Curry goes up against Sabrina in the WNBA. NBA against WNBA. You know how much he would have been killed if he would have lost? If he would have lost that three-point contest, you know how much these media folks would have... Oh, my gosh, Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, and he got beat by Sabrina? That would have been something. So credit Steph Curry for doing some stuff. As far as the game goes, I, I don't know if they're going to keep it going. It, it's just a mess. And Adam Silver and these guys got to figure out something. The NFL just bagged it, went flag football. It is what it is. The NBA All-Star game, it's not that you can't change it that much. 
play basketball, at least try to play. Um, let's see here. Listener text. LeBron's air ball three was the highlight. Okay. <laughs> um, is the NBA All-Star game actually bad for kids to watch? Now, this is like, oh, this is it's such bad basketball game. It, it, uh, it's not good for people to watch. I, I, I don't think it's good for them to watch. I don't think they're going to start playing like that. Let me just say that. What's your answer to that? Uh, it's a bad look for kids to watch, or eh, don't be so serious. Just, just let them have their fun, and if they pay to watch it, people that buy the tickets, they know what they're getting, and uh, move forward. you gotta, you got to tweak this thing. Pro Bowl tanked. NFL stopped it. NBA All-Star Games had an all-time low. An all-time low. Uh, 68% of you responding on the Nate Brown Show question of the day. 68%. Say, yes, it's a bad look for kids to watch. 32%, come on, don't be so serious. 32%. But 68% actually say it's bad. <laughs> it's bad for kids to watch. Kids, be careful. That's not real basketball last night. Okay, um, let's get to some real basketball tonight. I want to discuss this really quick, okay? St. Thomas More is playing Rapid City Central boys basketball tonight. We're going to cover the game. President's Day special um, wasn't initially on the schedule because Central was playing um, Gillette. And then it was like, uh, they lost it because of the cold temperatures. So now they throw them in. And I'm going to just make this. I said this before, but in case you weren't a part of it, I wanted to see this game for many, many years. Not just Central St. Thomas More, but Stevens in the mix too. And I had this. I, I've covered all these teams over the last 20 years know the coaches and, and the whole thing, and, and I get the politics, so I'm not clueless on it. I thought there is a way that we can get this done with some just thinking outside the box, thinking about, hey, let's have a, let's have a good experience for the kids and the schools and the community. And, and I don't know if this is going to turn into an every year thing. That's my goal. I don't know why it, why it couldn't because I look at it all the way from – Saving money on your budget, not taking another East River trip, whatever it is. Save money on your budget. Bring money into your budget because it's going to be a nice crowd. I will tell you that. So there's there's two wins there as far as financially for the school district and the athletic department. And then the public relations of it way outweighs the bad politics side. The good PR is kids are going to have fun. The, the fans that have been watching basketball here in town, they're going to like this. And I think it can build upon itself every year. I would love to see Christian, St. Thomas More, Central Stevens in a Rapid City Classic. We're starting to get um, breaks in the dam. We're starting to get that because you got Christian playing Stevens next year and girls and boys. We already have that on the schedule. And that derived from this matchup tonight. I even talked to the folks at Stevens. They said, hey, we, you know, we saw Central through St. Thomas More on the schedule. Um, impromptu, spontaneous. Let's, let's get another game like this. So let's build on this tonight. Let's not just have it won and done. The world's not going to end tonight, whoever loses. St. Thomas More is going to live on. Central's going to live on. I think everybody's saying, well, what if we lose to an A? Or, oh, man, what if St. Thomas More, we've been wanting to play this game for years. What if we lose to Central? 
Central's only got a couple of wins this year. It's all going to be fine. And you know what's going to be good if we do this every year? The budgets. The lack of, we don't have to travel. The fan experience, the kids' experience. And if we could do this all four together, a Rapid City Classic of sorts, girls, boys, I think fans would love it. It'd be one of the highlight high school events of Western South Dakota. And I think it would be something that the state would be like, man, they got some things cooking out there. Central Stevens playing Rapid City Christian and St. Thomas More. Going to be fun tonight. I commend Central administration, coaches for doing it. Hosting St. Thomas More. I commend the Cavaliers saying, we wanted to do this. Maybe we're, maybe we're a little down this year, but we've been wanting to play it. Coach Hollenbeck's not going to shy away from it. First time ever tonight, varsity level. Central St. Thomas More basketball. We'll talk to both coaches coming up. The Nate Brown Show just getting started. Eric Eager's on the way next. NFL analyst, Sumer Sports. How bad of a situation are the Broncos in really cap-wise and moving forward? And is this real? Russell Wilson accepting offers on his mansion there in Cherry Hills? That's it, Russ? You're out? Eric Eager next. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Just when you thought the deals couldn't get better, they got better at Spearfish GMC. New GMC Sierra 1500 models up to 6000 cash back with qualified trade-in. Or, just announced, 2.9 APR for 72 months on select new Sierras. Not 36, 48, or 60. It's 2.9 for 72 months. Now that's an offer you can't refuse. See Spearfish GMC Cadillac online at spearfishmotors.com. I am here with Weston and Tanish Chapman from Black Hills Tire. We're the neighborhood chef for the whole town because we will pick up and deliver anywhere in town. We will do whatever we can to help anybody. It's important to us that somebody can say like, hey, my mom needs something. They need this and I know you'll take care of them. I think that means more to us than anything is when somebody will say like, I need somebody in my family taken care of and I know you guys will take care of them. And that's just because that's community to us. If we all help each other out, we can create this community together. Check us out at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows dip down to about 30 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Daytime highs approaching 54. Tomorrow, mainly clear skies. Tomorrow night, 33. Cloudy Wednesday, decreasing clouds by Thursday. Mid-50s Wednesday, low-50s by Thursday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 44 degrees. Are you looking to make a positive change? Then look no further. Profile Plan Rapid City works with you to create a custom plan to help guide you to your nutrition, activity, and lifestyle goals. Taking a scientific and evidence-based approach to healthy lifestyle change. Profile Plan certified health coaches meet you where you're at and develop a personalized plan that's simple, effective, and sustainable. Schedule a free consult today at profileplan.com slash rapidcity or just stop by their location next to LabCorp on Omaha Street. Nearly 150 years ago, Americans didn't race across the plains to settle. They pioneered. They toiled and ground the land into the world we know today, creating opportunities, 
not just for themselves, but for future generations. Don't settle. Pioneer. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Local. Member FDIC. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. President's Day Monday. The Nate Brown Show is live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate it. Hope you had a nice weekend. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Nice way to start the week. Busy show lineup. We got high school basketball tonight. Hang on. Big game tonight. Talk to both coaches. Eric Eager's in first NFL offseason. First weekend without football in quite some time for Eric Eager. Sumersports.com. NFL analyst. It's on Twitter X at Eric Eager underscore. Eric, uh, first weekend without football, so what does uh, Eric Eager do? First off, Nate, great bumper music. Love that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's been a big thing for me, just you know, finally getting to relax a little bit. It was fun to watch the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes you know, playing the game on hard mode without really any, any good wide receivers and, and, a, and a, a kind of a middling offensive line. But yeah, it's uh, you know, it's kind of just relaxing and uh, and uh, waiting waiting for the NFL draft and free agency. Okay, so no depression. You just uh, you took a nice weekend. Uh, exactly, and, <laughs> and we're right back into it. We have President's Day, as you said, so just taking the day easy a little bit, watching some movies, relaxing with the family. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, it's it's been it's been okay. How was, uh, the Sunday felt a little empty, though. I will say okay, that. Okay, okay. How was your uh, trip to the Super Bowl? I saw you were down there, popping around a lot. What was Vegas like uh, for a host city for the Super Bowl? Well, for one, it was raining, right? So we got the answer to what God would do if we ever had a Super Bowl in Vegas. He he intervened a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I did the uh, the Jim Rome show on that Monday, and it was raining outside of the Bellagio. So that that certainly it wasn't it didn't feel like Vegas. Um, but for the most part, I, I thought uh, you know they did a good job as a host city uh, inside of Radio Row. It felt like a normal Super Bowl, so that was that was something. Um, it, it, it did a good job. You know, most of these Super Bowls uh, they have the uh, festivities kind of in in the city a little bit, and then the stadium is away from the city. Uh, in, in Las Vegas, the stadium is right in the strip. And so I thought that they, uh, you know, once we left, it, I think it got a little bit congested during the, the weekend. But for the most part, it sounded like they did a good job. Okay, let me ask you, on the Super Bowl win, you said Mahomes did it, Chiefs won it. That's, that's three Super Bowls for Mahomes, three total. I want to ask you, if you set the over-under number, Eric Eager's over-under number on Super Bowl titles for Mahomes, this is really hard to do because personnel in and out and the whole thing. How many Super Bowls is the over-under on Mahomes' career? Yeah, I think right now you probably have to put it. So he's at three currently. I think you have to put the, the index at four and a half. I think... You know, you don't know how long Andy Reid's going to coach. Uh, he's an, not he's an older guy. He's not as old as Belichick and guys like that. Uh, you know, Brett Beach is a younger guy as the GM. He's done a phenomenal job. I think you go four and a half. I think you probably make over uh, minus 150 or so. 
so yeah, I don't think he could, look. And when he won his first Super Bowl, Nate, like a few years ago, I put it at two and a half. So I'm always right, going to look right. at his first Super Bowl and add a, a Super Bowl and a half, given how hard it is, because we've seen Aaron Rodgers, uh, Dan Marino, he got to one in year two and never got back, even never won one. Uh, guys like that, um, it, it's just hard. So uh, he's won three. This year was, in my opinion, his most impressive because it was with the worst offense he's ever played in. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say four and a half, but I'll, I'll bet the over. Bet the over. Eric Eager in tonight, NFL analyst, SumerSports.com. So speaking of the Chiefs and some of the offseason stuff, can they keep Chris Jones and LeJarius Sneed? It's going to be hard because they have $23 million in cap space. Uh, they can get around it. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, uh, releasing him would, would get them 10 Mahomes on a restructure would get them another 28 or so. Joe Tooney, similar. Uh, so they can do it. Um, but they, they, they're not a team, uh, Nate, where their ownership wants to, whenever you do the restructures, that requires a decent amount of upfront cash from ownership because it generally speaking comes from a bonus and then you prorate that money forward. That is not necessarily what the hunts want to do. So uh, I think that they'll keep one. And in my opinion, I think it's closer to being Sneed on the franchise tag than it is Jones, although Jones has given a lot of indication he wants to stay. He's given a lot of indication he's wanted to stay in Kansas City for the majority of the time he's been there. The only time he's ever relented was after this past year during the summer when it was clear that the Chiefs didn't want to play ball and give him a long-term deal this summer. So I think that there's a chance they keep both. It's going to take some work. I think that the most likely outcome is they keep one, and given age and given how, you know, ascension, I think Snead is more likely the option, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if either one happened. Who do you think is most important, though? You said age-wise, and, you know, but who's most important to their success? Uh, currently, I think, it's, I think it is Snead, because when you look at McDuffie and Snead, what they do there was not a number one wide. There wasn't any wide receivers this year against the Chiefs that had over 100 yards. And when you look at the the number one wide receiver against the Chiefs, it's been paltry for a long time. And what Sneed and McDuffie allowed them to do is Sneed's a bigger, longer levered guy. So when they're you know when the other team has a bigger number one wide receiver that goes inside or outside the formation, think about an AJ Brown. That's where Sneed goes. When the other team has a bigger, has a smaller guy that goes inside the outside the formation, think like a Keenan Allen. That's where that's where McDuffie goes. Whenever it was just Sneed or just you know, and it's never really been just McDuffie. But when it was only Sneed, that defense wasn't quite as good. I think when it's just McDuffie, it's not going to be as good either. And they both blitz really well. We were the most important play of that whole Super Bowl last week was when McDuffie came off the corner yep. and batted that ball down to, to stop the last drive for San Francisco in regulation. Uh, Snead does that incredibly well, too. The fact that those two players can both do the same things, but one is bigger and one is smaller and shiftier, is really what makes the Chiefs defense go. Now, Chris Jones is a defensive player of the year candidate just a year ago and was the reason defensively they won it in 22. So it's not to say that he's not valuable. I just think right now Snead's the more valuable player. Eric Eager on tonight, NFL Sumersports.com. Find him on Twitter, X at Eric Eager underscore. Let's go to this Vikings thing. Um, 
people say, well, they, they haven't done anything yet here. They're going to get into March on what they need to do with Kirk Cousins. And people kind of don't get this, Eric. It's hard to dead cap money and kicking a can down the road and, and all of this. What are the Vikings doing right now when it comes to Kirk Cousins and the decision-making? Well, they've already made the decision on on the twenty eight million on Kirk, right? That that money is already in Kirk's pocket. Kirk's agent is like a Hall of Famer, right? So th- that 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 money has already been put in what are called void years. So when when Kirk Cousins decided to restructure his deal the last two times, Quasi Doppelmensa created these fake cap years, and basically what you do is stuff. Uh, bonus money into those years to reduce cap hits in previous years. So Kirk's already been paid that money. Essentially what happens is if Kirk doesn't agree to a contract extension with the Vikings by May, by March 13th, those dollars all get what's called accelerated into the cap for 24, all 28 million. Um, and that happens with everybody. It happened with Mike Evans today with Tampa Bay because he had a different date. Um, if he does agree to an extension with the Vikings by the 13th, then those monies, they still count against the Vikings cap. They just count against the Vikings cap prorated over a number of different years. So maybe I can't remember exactly how many this year and next year, but, it, but think about it as like broken up over a few years. That $28 million, the Vikings still have to account for it in the cap because they've already paid it to Kirk Cousins. But- so those, so that, that has to happen in one way or the other. Now, if they let him test free agency, he, they, they still owe him $28 million this year on the cap. Mm. So, so the long story short, it sounds like the Vikings are saying, we're going to have Kirk. That, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. We're, we're going to try and bring Kirk back here. Uh, it, it, it's, part of the, it's part of the discussion, right. Like Any deal that Kirk and the Vikings agree to is $28 million more expensive to the cap. It's not $28 million more expensive to the Wills because the Wills have already paid that money. But regardless, the Vikings owe Kirk on the cap $28 million, whether it's right now or into the future. And if they want to keep being competitive, it makes sense to sign Kirk because it spreads it out into the future uh, versus accelerating it to right now. So yeah, that, that, that is one way to look at it. But if they want to you know, draft a quarterback this year, for example, uh, that quarterback is going to make like less than $10 million. So this might be the year to draft one because it's the easiest way to sort of buffer the, the, the final sort of nail in the coffin on Kirk's expensive contracts over the years for the Vikings. That's another way to look at it. Last one for Eric Eager on tonight from Sumer Sports. The Broncos, here's, here's what came out. In the real estate world, Russell Wilson's accepting offers for his mansion. That's the, that's the report in, in Cherry Hills. Um, I believe Russell Wilson's done. I think everybody does. I don't know what the Broncos, why they aren't saying or, or going down that road. How bad of a spot are the Broncos in with that Russell Wilson contract for them moving forward? It's not great. Um, they do have an out if they trade him or cut him before the fifth day of the league year because they can do what's called a post-June 1 designation, which we talk about accelerating of dead money. What a post-June 1 designation does is it takes all this year's money and counts it against the cap and takes all the remaining dead money and counts it towards next year's cap. So it essentially cuts it in half. So if the Broncos were to cut him before this year's fifth year, post-June won it, then they'll split the hurt over two years. Okay. But then they can't sign free agents, which is kind of a, 
a tricky one. So, yeah, they're hurting for sure. And they took a big swing at quarterback. I think you as a Broncos fan, like you, you know, you're thinking about Bridgewater, Simeon, uh, Joe Flacco. It was time for them to take a big swing, and they missed. And, and I, I would appreciate them taking the big swing on a future Hall of Fame player. But it, it, when, when, you, when you lose at gambling, right, it doesn't always it, it feel it, it, the pain hurts. And this is going to hurt for the Broncos for a couple of years. Uh, I, I, I think Sean Payton did a wonderful job last year, though, uh, with him. And I think that he'll do a good job with whoever they bring in. Uh, this year, this year though, uh, to take his spot. So they're in a rough spot, but I think Peyton and company will do a good job uh, with whoever comes in and, and plays that position. Okay, is there any way they can trade up high? They don't have very many picks. They'd have to look in future years, trade up to try and get a top-tier QB. People have thrown out, well, they can trade up all the way to number two. Why, why would Washington not, why would Washington do something like that? They need a quarterback. Yeah, I think New England's maybe the one to think about where New England is not a great roster. That's probably the reason Belichick didn't really fight that hard to stay. Um, I don't think a quarterback fixes New England right away. And so that would be the one where I think you'd have to give up a lot. And I think if you're Denver, you'd have to give up players. You'd have to give up, uh, you know, like you'd have to give up a wide receiver. You'd have to give up an offensive lineman. You'd have to probably give up uh, somebody you actually like. Uh, on your team, including picks, to your point, Nate, because you don't have a ton of your own picks, you'd have to do that to move up. But, you know, we've seen in the past guys like Andrew Luck, we've seen guys like Mahomes, uh, even guys like Wentz and Goff eventually were worth it, uh, those big trade-ups. Um, so maybe that's what Sean Payton's thinking. Eric Eager tonight, great to have him. Sumersports.com, find him on Twitter, Eric Eager underscore. Eric, thanks for the time. Always appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks a lot. Eric Eager pops in tonight. NFL analyst, sumersports.com. Really, really good. That's perfect guy uh, to have on this offseason, just starting this offseason cap discussion. And what's the story with Kirk Cousins? And March 13th is the date. You got to want to try and sign him on an extension before that or not. How does his money play out? And then the Russell Wilson thing, same story. So that's the report from the real estate, I don't know, business world down in Denver is Russell Wilson's actually accepting offers on his mansion that he bought there a couple of years ago. So uh, what's the offer? What's the offer? What are you going to offer for Russell Wilson's mansion? It's got 12 bathrooms, right? So <laughs> that's, that's all I remember. That's all I remember. All you guys being funny back in the day. Russell Wilson has more bathrooms than he does touchdowns. Uh, how about how'd that work out last year? Stats were pretty good last year. And then we have Sparky come in and run him out of town anyway. All right. And uh, by the way, did you hear that? The Broncos going to have to try and give up a ton to try and get up to like New England spot to get what? Jaden Daniels then out of LSU maybe? I don't know. Broncos need life. Broncos need something. Sparky said we need a spark on offense. Jarrett Stidham, I, I don't think that's the answer. So uh, we, we need something, but that money's not there. A lot of money tied up in Russell Wilson. That's why I've always said I think it's a mistake bagging it with Russ. Build around Russ, compete as you were this last year. Not, yeah, we're going to try and start over here but we don't have any money or draft picks to start over. Oh, interesting idea, though. All right, let's go and track down Dave Hollenbeck, St. Thomas More boys basketball coach. The big game is tonight. First time ever at the varsity level, St. Thomas More is at Rapid City Central. 
Coach Hollenbeck on the way. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Shop the area's best selection of pre-owned Hondas and Honda certified pre-owned. At Danny Manhole Rushmore Honda, buy certified pre-owned with no money down and get financing as low as 1.99% APR. That's right, 1.99. Plus, we have a lot full of used cars, trucks, and SUVs, imports, and domestics. See us at Denny Manhole Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Length of finance contract is limited on select certified models. See dealer for details with qualified credit expires 331-24. When you're ready to win bigger than ever before, First Gold Gaming Resort is where it happens. Play any of our slot machines with your gold club card engaged. You can win a share of $8,600 in promo play. We give away through hot seat drawings every Friday through Sunday. On Saturday nights, we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, February 24th, don't miss First Gold's exclusive $18,000 golden cash blast. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker Black Hills Legacy in Rapid City. Have you thought about buying a home or real estate in the Black Hills? Maybe you want to upgrade to your forever home? I have been helping people in the Black Hills find the right home for nearly 20 years. When it comes to buying or selling, experience matters. Let me do the work and you can open the door to your new home. Say hello to a goodbye with me, David Brenneman. To get started, just Google David Brenneman Coldwell Banker. Building a new home in the Black Hills? At Builders First Source, we turn dreams into reality. Experience our skilled drafting services and use our 3D visualization tools to preview your home before construction begins. Discover inspiration in our showroom, meet our cabinetry design experts, and explore a wide selection of top quality materials. Visit us in Rapid City, Spearfish, or Hot Springs, or start online at bldr.com. Builders First Source, your partners in success from foundation to the Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Hi, this is Jeremy with Gary's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Gary's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you, so stop by, get a great selection, and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Gary's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha, and remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in South Dakota Sports Talk Show. President's Day Monday. We are live. 1067 FM, 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City, your home for live coverage of high school basketball. We cover more games than anybody. 
Yeah, we got a lot girls, boys on the schedule, and man, the season winding down. When this game came up tonight, we said, we got to do this. I called in the guys that said, hey, President, say, sorry if you're off. You're, hey, it's time to do the games. Tonight, it's uh, Rapid City Central, St. Thomas Moore, varsity basketball for the first time ever. Boys basketball matchup. Head coach of the Cavaliers is at uh, Central right now, getting set for tonight. 7 o'clock tip-off. St. Thomas Moore headman Dave Hollenbeck back on the show tonight. Coach, good to have you. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate it. Let me ask you about this scenario tonight. It's, it's just a basketball game, but you and I have talked about it for a long time. You've been wanting to play Central and Stevens and never has uh, came to fruition. Central lost a game because of weather. Uh, this one came into play. Uh, why'd you decide, all right, let's do it? Well, uh, you know, I, I guess we both uh, had lost a game. We lost a game earlier in the year, and then they lost one kind of late. Um, you know, so I, it, it, first of all, it makes sense. I mean, this should have been probably happening for years. Now, it doesn't make as much sense for us anymore since the state uh, took away the extra two points for playing double A's. Um, but we're here in town, so it makes a lot of sense. I think probably big thing, there's uh, been a AD change here. There's been a coaching change uh, a while back. I think TJ's always been open to play us, but it's getting these ADs on the same page and doing what's best for kids has been a struggle. And so I think it's really good for the community It's because it's good for these kids. Okay, I would ask you about, um, I said, I hope this is not just a one-off, like, hey, we, we lost a game, and, and I'm not sure about it because I, I look over there at Stevens. Stevens has decided to schedule a game with Rapid City Christian girls and boys, a doubleheader, and they said, well, this kind of opened the door a little bit. Maybe the big schools can play Christian and St. Thomas more. Do you think something could build on this? Well, if these guys were smart, they would. I mean, uh, uh, what better for the community than getting these uh, uh, teams together? That we, we should be doing a one-day classic where we exchange opponents every year. And, uh, for example, we play Central one year, and then uh, the following year we'd play Stevens. It only costs them one game a year. They could play us and Christian. Uh, we could do an all-day deal at the Civic Center or wherever. And... Uh, you know, it'd only be one game on their schedule versus doing a two-day deal, playing them both. We would compromise and let's just play one of them each year, and and I think it'd be really good. But it's got to be some ads that uh, want what's best for the kids. So that's it'll be up to them. Dave Hollenbeck on tonight. St. Thomas Moore Boys Basketball. He's getting set for tonight's game. We'll have it on Fox Sports Rapid City. I encourage you to check it out. It's Central at home against St. Thomas Moore. Let's talk about your season now. So you've lost some games. You guys aren't used to losing regular season games very much. You play a tough schedule for a long time now. Lost some games. How do you feel this team is right now? You're entering the final week here. Well, you know, we, we've gotten a lot better here in the last, uh, you know, three, four weeks. Uh, you know, we were put in a difficult position, losing our point guard for the season to a, a knee injury. So uh, not only are you losing a starter, but uh, probably your smartest player on your team, your your point guard. And, you know, he was very, very effective in all, all different aspects of the game. So... To lose him, it was really hard on us. And, you know, now we have to shuffle the deck a little bit and move some guys around different positions. And that's been a big challenge for us, you know. So 
Um, but I'm I'm happy where these guys are at now. They're they're accepting new roles, but you know to do that in this short amount of time is really hard. Um, but uh, you know I'm happy where we're at. Let me ask you about not very big coach. You kind of have to grind. You got a board. Uh, is that a struggle for you? Yeah, it is. You know, uh, uh, again, we've got guys in different positions, and uh, um, you know, it's just it's a change. And, and you're right, we don't have the the big aircraft carrier in the middle. You know, I got some guys that uh, do a good job in there, but you know, it's 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 a grind, as you mentioned, uh, not just rebounding, but all aspects of the game, especially scoring. Dave Hollenbeck at Central tonight. He's the head coach, St. Thomas Moore. First time uh, these two have matched up. Cavaliers against the Cobblers tonight. Boys basketball will have it. What are you looking forward to the most? I know you just want to play basketball and win. This is a fun game tonight. It's never happened. What are you looking forward to? Oh, just, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's exciting for the kids. You know, I mean, that's, that's why we do this. They, they grew up playing against each other. Um, both these teams and the Stevens kids and the Douglas and the Christian, they grow up playing against each other in travel ball all through the summers and, and when they were little kids. I think it's good for them to get back on the court and uh, play each other. So I'm excited about that. And, and uh, you know, just having the opportunity to play the largest school in South Dakota, um, you know, that's that's pretty big for our program. Okay, look at Central over there. They haven't won a lot of games. Um, they're struggling. What do you see from their players? Well, they're big and they're athletic, you know, and if uh, if uh, the officials officiate at double-A, you know, that's going to be difficult for us. But, um, you know, if, uh, if they do it uh, a little bit more Class-A style, then, you know, that'll be in our favor. So we'll just ha- kind of have to peel it out and, and see how they uh, – how they call it, and, and uh, you know, it, it's just a good opportunity for our kids. Dave Holland back on tonight before I let him get back to the JV game. Are you going to try and see if you can do this again? Are you going to talk to TJ and your AD and, and these guys say, hey, let's see if we can do this? Well, you know, at, at some point, um, talking's got to end. You know, I've been talking for years trying to get these guys to play us. Um you know, finally this opportunity happened, and it really doesn't matter who wins. It's we need to, we need to play. We're local. Why should they drive across the state? Why should we drive across the state when we have an opportunity to play right here in town? So, yeah, I, I hope they will, um, but uh, I'm not going to bank on it. You know, the only reason we're playing right now is because we both have an opening late in the year. So, you know, it's going to be up to Jordan. It's going to be up to the AD at Stevens if those guys want to get serious and. And uh, get the get the teams on the floor. We could make a very fun event out of it. Yeah. And like I said, who cares who wins? We're all local. Uh, some years they're going to win. Some years we're going to win. I look forward to it. I'm excited about it. I wanted to see it, and we'll have it tonight. Dave Holland back over at Central, getting set for Cavaliers Cobblers, first time in boys basketball tonight at Central. Coach, good luck to you. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate the time. Dave Holland back on tonight. St. Thomas Moore boys basketball coach has a great program. They've been really good over the years. We know that. This year, um, what's it going to look like tonight? Central's only only won a couple of games, but they've been in a lot. They've been in a lot. 
What can Central do with St. Thomas More tonight? Dave Hollenbeck said it doesn't matter who wins tonight. He said it's a bigger picture thing. We should play, not drive across the state and the whole thing. And I've kind of just put the three things together. Is it's budget friendly for sure. So so schools having to spend money on the buses and the travel, the whole thing. So so take one of those East River trips away. Do one here with St. Thomas More and Rapid City Christian. So so those four schools, Stevens, Central, Christian, St. Thomas More, you could do it right there. Girls, boys, and then flip-flop matchups each year. I think it'd be outstanding budget-wise. And then not only would it save you money, I think you'd make money. So like Stevens hosting it, for example, let's put it over at Carroll Higher Gymnasium, have Stevens host it. That's my uh, recommendation. Great gym, great facility. Make some money and then maybe split certain things there if, if it is kind of a classic. But uh, Stevens hosting it, so you get some of that and uh, you would make money. And then the matchup itself pr provides the excitement every year. A Rapid City basketball classic. Fans will love it. I expect a, a good environment tonight. Kind of, a, you know, it's a no school day, President's Day, but... I expect a good environment tonight. St. Thomas More at Rapid City Central. Coming up, we'll have it live. Uh, later on, T.J. Hay will join us live in the uh, Drive at 5 coming up. Head coach for the Cobbler Boys. We'll get his perspective. Go to the NBA. Keith Smith, is there anything we can do with this all-star game mess? It, it, it's a mess. Keith Smith, national NBA writer. His thoughts next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Do you have a financial game plan for your life? Hi, this is Lee Cruz, your local trusted New York Life agent here in Rapid City. My passion is helping you put the pieces in place for your family to make sure your game plan is a success. For over 175 years, New York Life has been helping people like yourself take action in securing their future. Don't wait, take action, and Google Lee Cruz New York Life or call 605-360-8804. We will work together on putting your family first. From compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders, Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Tis the season for four-wheel and all-wheel drives, and we have the best at Denny Menno Toyota. We have new inventory in stock and more arriving daily. Choose some new Toyota Tundras, Camrys, and more. On the lot and on the way. Factory cash incentives and low interest rate financing are available on gas and hybrid models. Find your new Toyota on our lot, on our website, or reserve one that's on the way. See us at Denny Menno Toyota or DennyMennoToyota.com. The officials have a new name. The Rapid City Sports Association is the organization that supports the efforts of the Rapid City Sports Commission, including volunteering and supporting local sporting events, while hosting the annual Rapid City Sports Recognition Banquet. If you love sports and want to get involved, please reach out to D'Amico Rodriguez or David Dolan for more information. The Rapid City Sports Association, supporting athletes in the Rapid City region. Be a good sport and support Rapid City Sports. 
KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live weekdays on Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hill Sports Station, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us all the time, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. President's Day edition, welcome in. Busy day today here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Showdown in high school hoops we've never had. Central St. Thomas Moore tonight. Boys basketball matchup for the first time over at Central. We talked to Dave Hollenbeck at St. Thomas Moore. His take on the matchup. Uh, TJ Hay coming up later this hour. Rapid City Central head boys coach. The Nate Brown Show driven by Spearfish Motors. Your home for the new 2024 GMCs and Cadillacs. Like the new GMC Sierras. On special right now. Great financing offer on the new GMC Sierra 2024s lined up at Spearfish Motors. Take a look right now, spearfishmotors.com. Spearfish GMC Cadillac, we are professional grade. Keith Smith is in tonight, contributor for Spot Track. Find him on Twitter, X at Keith Smith NBA. He's covered the NBA a long time, and he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Keith, good to have you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for your time. So I started my show with it, and all the sports media guys are doing the same thing. Oh, the All-Star game. Oh, it's it's bad. It's 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 a struggle. It, man, this is this is bad. What is the NBA, the league, going to take away from all the criticism on a slow President's Day? That's all it's been said about their All-Star break was how bad it was. What is the NBA going to take away from this, do you think? Yeah, I don't know how much they're really going to take away. I think the league is more going to take a look and see what were our ratings, and if our ratings were still good despite all the griping, well, people are still watching, and that's, that's what matters to them and to their TV partners. So I think you know, only time will tell with that story. That will probably come out here in the next day or so, and we'll have a better idea then. But I think for the most part right now the NBA – is looking at it as we don't really like that it's turned into a completely non-competitive event. But outside of making you know sweeping changes or deciding every player on the winning team gets ten million dollars or something, I don't know how they're going to get these guys to really commit to lock in and playing what is a meaningless game. Okay, um, is it just the old guys, and I put myself in that category, Keith, it, is it the old guys complaining, the sports radio host, the old guard that used to watch MJ and then even Kobe compete uh, versus, hey, this is just entertaining. Take it easy, guys. Don't be so serious. The young crowd just wants to see half-court shots from Dame Lillard. We're not worried about the old guard. It's, it's old versus new. That's what it feels like. 
Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. I put myself in that you know, old guy category now, too. I've been watching in really understanding the game since the mid-'80s, and I, that's the NBA I grew up on. And, you know, for me, when I look at it, though, I think back to everybody's now making it out. Well, back in my day, they went out there and they competed and they played hard, and it's just really not true. I mean, we only need to look at the 1992 All-Star game. You had Magic Johnson taking half-court hook shots for the final five minutes of the game until he finally made one. And that was a whole you know, celebration of magic. But don't, don't, don't tell me that everybody was you know, getting all fired up to get out there and compete because they just weren't. It, it, you know, it's always kind of been this way. And what, what generally happened is if the game's close with five minutes to go or so, then, then the guys will lock in. They'll try to go for the win. But, in, but if we're not at that point, guys just kind of get, get out there and get through. What's different now is instead of it being a 100 alley-oop dunk, what we're seeing is a whole bunch of guys pulling up and taking long three-pointers, and those those don't seem as fun to everybody, so people are getting really worked up. Keith Smith, NBA writer, contributor, Spot Track. Find him on Twitter, X, at Keith Smith NBA. the All-Star game yesterday. It, it, was, it was a mess to me. A um, couple more on this. So I, I looked at Anthony Edwards, Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards said, you know, people are complaining about it. He goes, it's not really going to change. He goes, this is supposed to be a break. You know, we're not going to go out there and compete and go hard. We just played 50 games. Does he have a point? Or some people would say, well, the players got to play. You know, you got to compete a little bit. He's telling everybody it's not going to change. Yeah, he's absolutely right. I mean, these guys are, one, you know, everybody says, well, these guys play hard in, in off-season pickup games. Well, the difference is you roll an ankle in a pickup game in, in July or August, and you have to sit for a couple weeks, all right, you're fine, and you're ready to go for the start of training camp. Even have something worse that's going to keep you out a month or so, you're, you're back at it by the time training camp starts. What happens in these cases is a guy gets, if a guy ever got hurt in an all-star game because everybody decides, all right, we're going to really play hard and get after and really go, go you know, tooth and nail, then all of a sudden a guy's going to miss meaningful games that matter. And, and I think Anthony Edwards is to some extent right. Like, this is a break, right? This is, is a point in the schedule where teams are, all right, well, we're taking some time off and where we're going to, you know, settle down. And, and I think the guys who are in the game, those 24 players or so, are looking at it and say, man, everybody else went in our quickest pro you do because everybody is, hey, I, you need me? I'm out of here. I got to get on a plane. We're headed to a beach somewhere and somewhere warm. And what ends up happening in those cases is these other guys, they go and they land, you know, often off a red-eye flight or an early flight. They land and they're in, in the ringer the entire time through parties and appearances and community events and all that stuff. And then it's, all right, now go out there and play really hard in an all-star game. It's just not going to happen. Okay, uh, the NFL made a change, Keith, right? So their Pro Bowl turned into no tackling, no anything. So so that's defense, like like no defense yesterday. NFL said, bad product, fans got fired up, we're going to go flag football. So you you don't necessarily think the NBA may, may make sweeping changes. I don't know what you can do to a basketball game. It's not like you can stop, you know, like the tackling or, and just go flag football, a different version. Could they do anything at all? What do you, what do you hear? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that's been thrown out there is do they do some version of the Rising Stars Challenge where, where they do kind of a, hey, split them up into four different 
teams and then let everybody kind of play a couple semifinal games and then a final game. Uh, there's been an idea thrown out there of, hey, maybe we just turn this into, uh, you know, we take the 24 All-Stars and we turn it into a series of three-on-three games and do a three-on-three tournament where guys aren't, you know, maybe they'll go a little harder if they're not expected to run the whole floor, but I think all these things are going to be kind of half measures, and, and they may be interesting for a year or two, and then eventually everybody's just kind of going to be like, oh, we're just, this isn't really all that interesting <laughs> to me. I honestly think we're kind of the point where being named an all-star is still an important thing, it's still a valuable thing for a career, but I think we're kind of at the point where the actual game in almost all sports is really something that I don't know that we need anymore. And I don't know that anybody you know, is really going to miss it if it goes away because at this point it's become such a shell of what it once was that well, what are we going to miss if it ever was to go away? Yeah, the flag football thing, I mean, was nothing. I mean, the Pro Bowl's done. They do flag football. It, it's nothing. Um, how about that three-point contest? I said, what's getting lost in this, and there's been some people talking about it, Keith, but not as much as the bad defense, the no, the no basketball game yesterday. Steph Curry stepping up and saying, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna shoot against Sabrina, NBA against WNBA," and Steph stepped up and did it. I thought he deserved more credit than even people say. What do you say? Yeah, I'm with you with that. I think you know, I think she deserves a lot of credit too for saying, "Hey, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it. It's not gonna be just some goofy thing where we just kind of go out there and and take a few shots and hang out. Like we're gonna really." do this thing and compete. And I thought it was great. I thought, you know, for my money, that was the best part of uh, the entire weekend. I thought it was you know, really fun. I thought it was great to watch them kind of get after it. And, and uh, you know, so when Sabrina went on that run early, she made a whole bunch of her uh, first uh, couple racks of shots there. And it was like, oh, man, she may have him here. And then, you know, Steph is the greatest shooter in the world. He's the best shooter we've ever seen, and he did what, what he does. But it was a lot of fun. I thought that was a really, you know, great thing that they did. And I'm looking forward to see what they come up with next. There's already all kinds of rumors about, you know, maybe we had Caitlin Clark and another player. And then, yeah. Um, a, a duo shootout. That would be a lot of fun, too. I would like that. I said that's the first person you think of is Caitlin Clark, and then and then have somebody else line up against her. Keith Smith on tonight. Um, dunk contest. I watched it with my daughter. We watched it. We had fun with it. That's what it's supposed to be. Is the dunk contest getting a thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, it's tough. I think the dunk contest goes in cycles. We 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 go through a couple where it's just kind of like eh, and then. Somebody comes up with something crazy, and then we get into it, and it's like, oh, here we go. This is this is kind of fun. This is new. And I think we're just in one of those periods right now where it's, it's, it's not so great. It hasn't been the you know best thing going, and I think we're in a spot where it'll get better eventually. I'm not too uh, you know worked up over it. I, I, I thought it was good. I thought you know guys did some stuff. But the hard thing with the dunk contest, unless they're going to get back to letting guys do things where it is, Hey, you can uh, you know, go out here and bring out props, or uh, you know, try to dunk on a twelve foot rim, or whatever it is, which they've kind of gotten away from over the years. If they if they allow that to come back out, then we're going to really get something. But other than that, it's going to be really hard because it kind of feels like we're at a point where it's like we've kind of seen everything at this point. Yeah. Okay. Entered in the second half of the season. Um, I'm looking at some of these coaching situations. I'm going. Doc Rivers in Milwaukee looks like it's it's not a great fit right now. What does that look like? What does that team look like? 
Yeah, that is an interesting question because we are definitely in a spot where the Bucks are they're just not playing very well. They're not playing very good defense. Um, they are not, uh, you know, they're good offense, but they are very, very dependent on Giannis and Dame. And if either one of them has an off night, it, it makes it much harder on the group as a whole. And that that's where it starts to get really tricky for them. So I think we're in a spot where, uh, you know, they, they're, they've got some stuff to figure out. A big part of it's going to be, can they get Brooke Lopez back to playing at Defensive Player of the Year level? And some of that, will I think, will come through scheme changes and the like. But then we're also in a spot where we've got uh, Chris Middleton, just not the same guy he once was. And then their bench is, it's okay, but but it's not great. So it really is. It's a lot on Giannis to be the guy on both ends of the floor and Damian Lillard to be great every night offensively. Otherwise, it's probably just not going to happen for them. Are the Celtics the front runner in the East? Yeah, I think so. I think it's not even particularly close how far ahead they are of the other teams. They are really playing really good basketball right now. And you can see the Chris Evans trade kind of solved the questions that everybody had of, like, are they? You know, what do they do when the jump shots aren't going down? Can they get shots inside? Can they create easy looks? And what we're seeing now is the answer is yes, they can. They they just throw it into Chris Porzingis and say, let's go. You know, get 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 us a bucket. You know, make it happen. And that's been you know really an interesting part of uh, their kind of growth as a team. And then you see Jason Tatum uh, the last few months here. He's played the best all-around basketball that we've ever seen him play. He went into the, the break on a complete you know, heater as far as scoring and rebounding and passing and his defense is at its particularly really good level. So I think the Celtics are definitely the favorites, not just in the East. I think they're the favorites in the entire league mm, right now. Mm. Keith Smith NBA on tonight. Find him on Twitter X right there. Keith Smith NBA contributor for Spot Track. Keith, good to have you, man. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks a lot. Keith Smith in tonight, National NBA writer, Spot Track contributor on Twitter, X at Keith Smith NBA. Great uh, coverage from him. Follow him on Twitter, X if you're not at Keith Smith NBA as we get set for the second half of the NBA season. What could you do with the All-Star game? I, I don't know. That was a mess yesterday. Question of the day. Um, I didn't even watch it live because I know what it's turned into. I mean, I, I, I didn't even want to tune into it as a basketball fan. Why is that? I knew what it's to, turned into, and I didn't want to just sit here and go, come on, guys. <laughs> you hear me sitting on my couch yesterday. I'm having a nice Sunday. Come on. I mean, give me a break. That's what it was going to be. It was going to be me being crusty old Nate. Come on, guys. That's all it was going to be. So why do I why do I need to do that? Um, is the NBA All-Star game actually bad for kids to watch with how they play it? That's my question of the day. I think that's a little over the top. But I wanted to see how crusty we are today. Okay? It's President's Day. Feel good. A lot of you have had the day off, right? Sunny in the Black Hills. It's good. Is the NBA All-Star Game actually bad for kids to watch? It's like an R-rated film. <laughs> no, what I mean by, wow, that's, why aren't they playing this way? Why are they doing that? You have to know when you watch it, they're screwing around. So that's why I think it's maybe that's a little pushing it. What do you say to your answer? Yes, it's a very bad look. Kids shouldn't watch it. Or no, don't be so serious. We've had a caller call in in the first hour and say, I watched it. It was fun. 
you got all the stars. They're they're shooting half quarters. They're having fun with it. It's it's fun. It's just turned into a fun thing. Don't make it a serious game. But what I'm saying is, it's just annoying to me. I mean, when you compete and you play the basket, uh, the game of basketball, you have to have some defense. That's why we all hated the Pro Bowl. Now, when I started watching, when did they stop tackling the Pro Bowl? Like three, four years ago? I don't know. Time goes fast. Three, four years ago, they just stopped tackling. All of a sudden, I'm watching this game. There's no tackling. I'm going, oh come on, give me a break. And then they changed it to flag football, and now it's just like is what it is. I don't care. NBA All-Star Games hitting that point, I think. The only All-Star Game that's that's even a real game is Major League Baseball. It's it's hard not to play a real baseball game, right? Sixty-five um, percent of you say it's a bad look for the kids to watch yesterday. The NBA All-Star Game with how silly it is. Sixty-five percent's a bad look for kids to watch. Thirty-five percent don't be so serious. Okay. In South Dakota, we do some things really well in high school sports. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what we do that not a lot of states are doing well. South Dakota high school basketball. What do we do well? And what's a, what's a thing that I just noticed this week? This is just inconsistent. We'll get into it next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Ready to be part of something big? Meet the Rapid City Sports Commission, the powerhouse behind sports in Rapid City. The commission focuses on bringing regional and national tournaments, supporting homegrown events, and creating opportunities for our kids. But it's not just games, it's a win-win for all of us. Youth sports fuel our economy. Hosting events in Rapid City means out-of-town families shop, dine, and stay with us, which boosts sales tax revenues, too. To get in on the action, visit rcsportscommission.com, where we're all about about the hustle. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, <laughs> there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. 
Sometimes it's just a whoops. Sometimes it's a oh no. And sometimes it's an all out ah. Whatever it is, J&J Truck and Auto Body can take care of it with traditional methods or paintless dent repair because they are a PPG certified and iCar Gold class shop with ASC certified technicians. Plus, they work with your insurance company saving you time. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 100% Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in on a President's Day Monday. The Nate Brown Show live, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Where do you think we'd be taking today off? No, come on. We're not in the NBA. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Monday, we're here. We've got high school basketball tonight, man. It's the showdown. Central St. Thomas Moore for the first time ever in the varsity level boys basketball matchup. St. Thomas Moore at Rapid City Central tonight. We'll have the play-by-play, our broadcast team, bringing you the Cobblers and the Cavaliers. Excited about that tonight, 7 o'clock coming up. We talked to Dave Holland back in the opening hour. His thoughts on the matchup finally happening. We'll get T.J. Hay coming up in about 20 minutes. Head coach Rapid City Central, T.J. Hay on the way. The Nate Brown Show in the drive at 5 tonight. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. Your home for the best pre-owned selection. That's the only, the start. You want to know the Summit difference? It's car buying built around you. Specifically the right treatment and the right financing. Specifically for you and your family, where you're at. They'll get it done for you. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. When you're looking pre-owned, SummitAutoGRP.com. You won't be let down. Um, Okay, high school basketball. I told you tonight we're excited about this. Uh, St. Thomas Moore, Rapid City Central. I've been wanting to see a matchup like this just for the fun of it. It's not a double A versus A thing to me. It's it's an in-town rivalry that I think we could have built over the years and, and had fun with. And that's what sports is about, competing. And the kids know each other. The fans have fun with it. The alumni base. I went to Central. I went to Stevens. I went to St. Thomas Moore. Whatever it is. It all comes together, and then you put it all together, saves on the school budget big time, should make money if you do this in the future and build on this tonight, and it all it's a winner. It's a winner. Um, I am going to get into one of the sides of this that people don't mention a lot, and I think that's probably the reason this hasn't happened over the years, and I hope it's not the reason that it may not happen consistently. The Central St. Thomas Moore matchup. So so here's where we're at. Central St. Thomas Moore boys basketball tonight, playing tonight because they both lost a game this season. St. Thomas Moore had one canceled early. Central had one canceled later. So they said, we got an opening date, uh, open date. Let's go President's Day, Monday night, and let's do it. And I commend both schools, ADs, getting it done. And the, We're going to have fun tonight. We'll see how it goes down. Here's where... It got tricky over the years. And and I don't think this should be the end-all, be-all, but here's where it got tricky. The AA teams get a little bit hit on the seed points when it comes to power points for their seeding for the Sodak 16. So, so the AA teams, when they play Class A, across the board, AA teams playing Class A, they're going to get popped a little bit on the seed points. 
A schools are not considered double A schools in the PowerPoint system. And so that, that seed points factor is a factor for Central, for example, or Stevens, for example, to say, well, if, if we play Class A, that hurts us from that standpoint. It's not always going to hurt them because if you're a good Class A school, St. Thomas More has been a great team. Rapid City Christian is, is starting to become a great program. Now if you're playing a good Class A school, you don't lose as much. You might be pretty good, as a matter of fact, on the seed points formula. But it all depends how good of an opponent your team is. If you play an average to below average Class A school, you're going to get a little bit hit on the seed points as a double-A school, and that's not going to help you with the SODAC 16. Is it the end of your seeding? Is it going to drop you from 7 to 11? I, I doubt it. But that's been the factor over the years, and that's how the system set up. Double-A teams that play Class A could get hit a little bit on the seed points. Now, here's the inconsistency of what we do wrong in South Dakota. A Class A team, like St. Thomas More, can play a Class B team and not get hit on the PowerPoints. So, so you guys tell me how that makes sense. Double-A teams play Class A. They're going to get popped a little potentially on the PowerPoints. Class A teams that want to play Class B, like let's say St. Thomas More wants to play White River. I saw that many years ago. In the system now, St. Thomas More could play White River and not get popped for any PowerPoints at all. Class A can play down to B. Double A gets a little bit of a penalty playing down to A. We have to have some consistency. Let's just make it simple across the way. If there is a little bit of a penalty and you want to say, hey, we don't want the bigger schools playing the smaller schools all the time, you've got to have the penalties consistent. Make it consistent. That's one of the things I don't get. You're looking at it going, well, hang on. Then in the past, Class A teams playing up. So if I'm an A school, St. Thomas More, and I played a double-A school, they played Sioux Falls, Washington years ago. So, so if I play Washington, I could get bonus points in the system. So, so there's another thing. Class A teams could play up. I could get bonus points for playing a bigger school and winning. Now they eliminated that. So it, it's just all over the map, the seed points formula. Double-A teams get penalized for playing A. A teams don't get penalized for playing B. A teams used to get bonus points for playing double A. Now A teams don't get any points, uh, bonus points for playing double A. It's, it's just, I'm connecting all the dots going, this is why it's hard. And then the ADs and coaches say, well, I don't know if there's a benefit here. And I, I don't know. That all has to be put aside. Let me be frank. Tonight's game is a good thing. I want to see this every year. We're going to have Stevens and Rapid City Christian play next year. Girls and boys. That's outstanding. And it's going to be great for both programs. They're going to compete. Kids are going to get better. They'll enjoy it. The schools are going to have fun with it. I think we could make this a win-win, let alone the PowerPoints. Who, who gets the penalty? Who doesn't get the penalty? Who gets the bonus? No, now we don't get bonus. That has to be out the window. It's competitive basketball, and it saves on your budget for the school and it should be a moneymaker. I think we can do this moving forward. I want the state of South Dakota, the Activities Association, to kind of look at this formula and say, can we get some consistency instead of 
well, this and not that and now this. Can we, can we have con- some consistency? Because the one thing we've done well in South Dakota high school basketball, this uh, state, we have a shot clock. Like, we're one of the only states. There's not that many. I mean, you, got, you guys know this. South Dakota, people make fun of us. Oh, you're behind. You're, you're this. Hang out a second. We've done that really, really well. So we have done some cutting-edge stuff. We have a shot clock. I was uh, listening to college coaches. They were going to a basketball game in another state. They said, I went to watch a star recruit. I'm going to recruit him. The other team stall-balled. It was a 12-16 game. And so they're like, this is ridiculous. They don't have a shot clock. We've done some good things in, in high school hoops here in the state. Shot clock's one of them. Thinking, hey, consistency. we got a shot clock. Let's go. Make the basketball game better. I think there's some things we could do a little bit better in certain aspects from a seed points formula. Just consistency. Take it like from the shot clock. Now we got a shot clock, and it works for everybody. Better basketball. Coming right back on the Nate Brown Show with Sean Keeler, live from Denver. We'll go to the Denver Post columnist. There's big news out of college sports down in Colorado. And Sean Keeler says Dion. He has some strong words about Dion. I won't put words in his mouth. He has some strong words about Dion. Sean Keeler, Denver Post on the way. And TJ Hay still coming up from Central. So we get set for basketball tonight. Hang on. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Tin Lizzie Gaming Resort has the number one sports book in Deadwood, and it's powered by BetMGM. Watch all of your favorite games in our comfortable and spacious sports lounge with wall-to-wall television arrays. Don't miss a second of the action with the brand new Listen Everywhere audio system and get sound streamed directly to your headphones. Enjoy delicious food and drinks from Patty O'Neill's Irish Pub with table service right inside the sports book. And don't forget you can watch UFC pay-per-view fights live every month. So come on in to South Dakota's number one sports book at Tin Lizzie, where it's always game on. Building projects can be complex. The risks are great and time is money. Consolidated Construction of Rapid City simplifies the process by being your advocate, guiding you through funding, design, and construction. They manage the players and the schedule and marry the design to your budget so you get the most for your investment. They promise an energizing experience before, during, and after construction. It's not enough that you get a quality building. They pledge you'll experience quality every step of the way. Consolidated Construction. One call to build. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hey Rush fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your official home for Rapid City Rush Hockey. When the Rush are playing on the road, join other Rush fans at the Skybox and enjoy some great food and cheer on your Rush. We show every Rush away game and we'll have Rush-themed giveaways every road trip. You'll get a chance to win great Rush prizes with the purchase of a drink or food item. The Skybox has the best food and the best Rush game day experience. Go Rush! Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Glad you're here on a President's Day Monday. We are here. I'm glad you're hanging with us a little bit. Hope you had the day off. I really do. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We're live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Well, Sean Keeler does a great job. I read his stuff there. DenverPost.com. DenverPost.com. Columnist for the Denver Post covering that scene. Some news out of the college sports world down in Colorado. Let's start there with Sean Keeler. He's live on the Nate Brown Show. Find him on Twitter X. Follow him at Sean Keeler. That's where you'll find him. Sean, good to have you. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing up there? We're good, man. We're feeling good. Um, news dropped today down in Colorado Sports. I'll start with that. Out of the Mountain West, Colorado State getting letting go of their AD. I guess he's moving to a different role within Colorado State. What did you think when you saw that pop this morning? Um, <laughs> there were two things. One, I think the timing surprised me. It didn't surprise me. It surprised me in the context of that his office had been pretty free of a lot of the headwinds that they ran into in 2020 and 2021 when Steve Adazio was down here. And I know we may have talked a little bit. I mean, that was like <laughs> minor chaos all the time, specifically on the tail end of the pandemic on top of them losing money from, from obviously what happened uh, because of the, the COVID losses, uh, for one. So the timing surprised me. Um, in the context of where CSU is and where college athletics are, in terms of NIL, the portal, and what student-athletes are looking for, it kind of doesn't surprise me, but the, the timing definitely does, and I'll be very curious where the Rams thread the needle going forward from there. So Colorado State's Joe Parker, the athletic director, is out. He's going to be moved to a another position because he, he has quite a bit left on his contract and stuff like yeah, that. So a is, lot. is there more that – I mean, there's there seems like there's stuff we don't know here uh, about Colorado State athletics. Oh, I yeah, there's – I've been poking around a little bit, and I think there are some concerns about – how the collectives view Joe and Joe how Joe views the collectives. This is the world we're in now. There are parts of it I don't love either, but I think the thing, if you want to read something between the lines, and here's where I put it, and I think you're safe to do so even from a distance, that is the interim AD is a former CSU athlete by the name of John Weber who is leaving his position uh, to take this interim role for X amount of months, years, whatever, he is taking it from the role of being head of the Green and Gold Guard, the NIL collective mm. of CSU. I think you can kind of connect some dots from that as to where things are going, and I think that that would be a pretty safe assumption on those connections on your part. Very interesting. So NIL uh, collective um, coming over you know, involvement now as the interim <laughs> AD. The Very interesting. Um, Colorado <laughs> yeah. State, Joe Parker's the AD. He's out now. Um, it seems like if you look at it, you say, okay, football drives college sports. I know they got basketball cranking right now. The men's team's top yeah. 25 and that. But but football hasn't been there. They got a new stadium. How much is it football driving this? Oh, I, I think that's 65 70% of it. The, the bottom line is there, 
They've got a, you know, you want to talk about dots that are even easier to connect. You've got a $220 million on-campus stadium. I know you've seen it. I don't know if you've been in it. It's, it's really nice. It's top-of-line group of five stuff. It's, it's, as I call it, the house that was a, they couldn't afford, but they bought it anyway kind of thing. And they're underwater. Not, not on the value of it. It's, the, the real estate's fine. It's all real estate around Foco. But they've got super football facilities and two football coaches who in the last four years combined are 12 and 28 in Steve Adazio and Jay Norvell. And when you get to the root of that, on top of the NIL stuff, uh, actually, I think the NIL might just be the cherry on top of the Sunday. Uh, it's about football, and football isn't there. They want football to get there. They are hoping that the next hire, uh, presumably it's in John Weber, uh, is going to get them there. Um, and we will see. Sean Keeler on tonight, Denver Post columnist, uh, Colorado State AD is out. Uh, find his work, denverpost.com. Why hasn't football been going at Colorado State, Sean? I mean, there's probably a lot of factors, but this should be a program that should compete in the Mountain West. Yeah, you should, and that's a great question. It's an excellent question, and in fact, it's the thing that's vexing a lot of these alums here and a lot of fans I run into uh, who, who ask themselves that about every 45 seconds. <laughs> where like we have a top three budget uh, in terms of size in the Mountain West, we have a, a top two facility. Probably have a top two or three football facilities in general, um, and we're next to one of the biggest markets in the t- the biggest market, the time zone, frankly, uh, in Denver, and and one of them in the country. Why is this not landing? Um, I don't know how much of that is Joe's fault, other than Adazio. I mean, he's just got to admit that that just went so wrong and so backward, and they tried to get out of it. They got out of that literally the minute they could, which if I remember correctly, you know, he got kicked out of his last game. Ironically, against Jay Norvell and his Nevada team at home, they got just blitzed. He got kicked out at halftime. I think they had a December 2nd or December 3rd clause that his payment would drop at midnight the next day. He his firing was announced at like seven a.m. or something silly like that. I mean, they were ready to to cut. They knew they had they had gone wrong with that. Although that was not all, Joe. Joe had a search committee of basically one, and it was Urban Meyer, and he hired his friend, and that didn't work out. So <laughs> Urban Meyer, who was once a very beloved uh, CSU assistant, and claims he loves Fort Collins, and I've talked to Urban about this, and I think that's genuine. Nevertheless, did not do his old school solid, um, and they've just never quite got up from that ever since. But there's a it's a myriad of factors that that you're right are puzzling because on paper this should be air quote should be a title contender in that league that just I mean they they can't beat Wyoming and, and Air Force right, until they right. figure that part out. You're not going to get anywhere. No, I, I'm with you on that. Sean Keeler on couple more. I'll let him run. Let's go to the other school in Boulder. Uh, you, you wrote this, so so I'm not gonna um, you know pretend to know what you mean by this. But here's the story: Deion Sanders is a false prophet, a false prophet. That's tough, Sean. Tell everybody why you say that. Let me pose your answer in the form of another question back at you, and that's not being elusive because you know I'm not that clever. <laughs> Let me ask you this question: On paper. And I don't know if you've looked at their schedule. Do you see a team that's going to win 10 to 12 games this fall? I, I don't. I don't. You don't. Now, why would you be telling Skip Bayless 
and and anyone who will listen that this is a playoff team, and I have absolute belief that we'll be a playoff team, and I promise you mm-hmm. that we're going to be there knowing that in your head. Now, I have people say back to me, yeah, what's he going to say? What's he going to say when someone blows him a lob and he's... Asking Dion not to brag about something is like asking a shark not to swim. This is what they do. I get that. But that's the problem I have with it. And another example I'd give you, and in trouble, there's no short version of it, is there was a, a so ironically, when I, I just got absolutely hammered for that column, some of which was deserved, some of which wasn't. But my point stood, I think, pretty clearly about a week later when he put out, when Deion Sanders put out an Instagram post about a, a text chain he had to someone about something big is coming, something massive, uh, I can't wait. And you had all the, again, keep in mind, we've talked about this too, there are CU fans and then there's another tent of Prime fans, and they're not always the same people. So that's been an uncomfortable kind of arrangement between the two. I mean, they're happy to have each other, obviously. But the Prime fans think he could do no wrong and walks on water, and it's a little culty and weird. But the next day, so they're all amped up, saying, here we go. Uh, Jim Leonard is our new uh, D.C. Uh, it's going to be uh, Bill Belichick. Oh, Mike Simpson's going to come <laughs> back and not advise. You know what he announced at 10 a.m. that next day? He had a creatine contract with a, with a creatine shake company. Oh. That was the announcement. Okay. And I just thought, I didn't go out and, and crow and say, yeah, see, here you go, because that's prime. You just kind of have to take it and run. Now, that said, I'm going to cover my backside. When Vegas puts her over under at 5.5, I would so take the over on that, baby. Okay. I, I, okay. I think they're much better than a five-win team. I'll say that. Okay, but not a playoff uh, team. Not a 10. Can I split that needle? They're not a five-win team. Assuming Scherzer Sanders doesn't get broken in half again, but they're not a ten-win team. Um, I think there's a difference there. But uh, playoffs, I'll, I'll shave my head if there's playoffs, my friend. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly do that. Wow, yeah. uh, Sean Keeler tonight on President's Day joining us on the Nate Brown Show, DenverPost.com. His stories and columns there. Last one, um, Russell Wilson's house. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, he's accepting offers. I thought him and Sean Payton have a great relationship. John Payton said the same thing to like seven radio shows on Radio <laughs> Row. It was like a script. Or they brought an Android. We have AI Sean Payton going around giving the same interview to everybody. You've seen Radio Row. It's probably yes. pretty easy to do that. You're just kind of car washing the whole thing. But, you know, as they say on ESPN, come on, man. Come on. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's kind of, there's the old line of don't look at what they say. Look at what they do. Yeah. <laughs> and the minute Russell puts his 12 bathroom mansion, by the way, I love that it has 12 bathrooms, and that's more bathrooms than he had wins as a Broncos starting quarterback, <laughs> oh, uh, oh. which was 11. Oh. So, you know, come on, not a, not a high bar to clear. Uh, yeah, that it's, there's, a, there's a bit of dark, unintentional humor there that, yeah, I think if we needed a sign that we've got, what, March 13th is the next leap year? That's the day things start moving and shaking. That this divorce is coming. It's uh, it's coming. Dad's moved out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's coming. Um, yeah, I, I got it. The, the house is on the market. Um, what's that going to cost somebody? All right, that's the next <laughs> column. More than we have, my friend. Yeah, right there, Sean Keeler in Denver. I appreciate it, Sean. Thanks for the time, as always. Take care of everybody. Thanks. Appreciate Bye-bye. it, Sean Keeler. Great writer. Uh, great columns. Denverpost.com. 
DenverPost.com columnist Sean Keeler. Always uh, entertaining. Oh, <laughs> always entertaining. Colorado State. Let's go. Their athletic director today. Uh, well, he has a contract with all this money on it still, so they're going to move him to a another administrative role. Uh, another. <laughs> isn't that nice? You're like, yeah, you get fired. Well, we're going to move you over here. Oh, less pressure. I'm good. All right. Um, and then an NIL collective guy taking over as interim AD. The NIL collective guy for the Rams taking over as interim AD. Very interesting to connect the dots. All right, TJ Hay coming up next before the game tonight. Central hosting St. Thomas Moore for the first time in boys varsity basketball. Head coach of the Cobblers on the way. This is the Nate Brown Show. When you're ready to win bigger than ever before, First Gold Gaming Resort is where it happens. Play any of our slot machines with your gold club card engaged. You can win a share of $8,600 in promo play. We give away through hot seat drawings every Friday through Sunday. On Saturday nights, we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, February 24th, don't miss First Gold's exclusive $18,000 golden cash blast. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Hey, this is Rob Parker from The Odd Couple. Don't miss our show weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now we'll send you back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. Glad you're here. 1067 FM, 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Your home for local high school basketball. The most games right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And a big one tonight. We put on the schedule as soon as I heard about it. We're going to do the President's Day game, no doubt. Central St. Thomas Moore boys varsity matchup. We haven't seen it. We'll have it tonight. It's coming up in a little over an hour. Get there. Watch it. Should be a fun environment. We'll have the coverage tonight on Fox Sports Rapid City. We talked to Dave Hollenbeck earlier. St. Thomas Moore side. Let's go to Rapid City Central. Boys head basketball coach T.J. Hay on tonight. Coach, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. Um, let me get your read on this. You guys lost a game. St. Thomas Moore lost a game. That opened this up. What do you think of uh, making it happen tonight? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, nothing else going on in town that I know of. And, and uh, you know, actually, I, I was surprised that they, I didn't realize they had an open game when we were, when we found out uh, Thunder Basin was not going to come and play us. 
Um, I, I was checking schedules of, of teams around here because I knew we wouldn't get anybody to travel in, and I was shocked when I saw they only had 19 games. So you decided, hey, let's roll with it. Um, and I asked Coach Hollenbeck, he said, yeah, I, I want to play it. I asked him, Coach, could we maybe see this in the future? I know a lot of people have to be involved, administration, coaches. Is this something you think, well, maybe we could look at not just one year? Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's coming down the pipeline, actually. You know, T's, T's jumping in next year in the AA. They're going to have to play teams, you know, and I'm assuming that those two fall schools are going to want to all play T since it's a local school. And, you know, so, somebody somewhere down the line is going to look at dropping us. I think, and uh, you know, I would be much in favor of playing in town than traveling, for example, to Brookings and Watertown. You know, we made four trips across across the river this year. Right. Uh, those schools over there make one trip out every year. That's it. You know, and and not just you know, not just our our kids having to do it, but financially, it's a huge burden. Yes. You know, yes. like we we feed our kids on the road, but we have to fundraise that money, and um, you know, it's. You know, I, I think it's a little unfair to our kids that, you know, they, they have to do, you know, not quite half their season, but, you know, our eight games out of 20, and, and you know, they're on the road and sleeping in a hotel and, and getting home late on Saturday nights, and, and you know, so I, I think it's coming down the pipeline. T.J. Hay on tonight, Rapid City Central Boys Basketball Head Coach. The Cobblers at home tonight at St. Thomas More in the in-town matchup. I love to see it. Um well, Stevens did that too. They they went on the road a ton. You guys went on the road a ton. That's a disadvantage. I said, man, that's got to hurt. Um, so Stevens is going to play Rapid City Christian next year, coach. Girls and boys. And so I look hurt. at it and I say, maybe we could try and do this. Um, do you think uh, all four schools could get together on something potentially? I, I think it could. I mean, I think that'd be great and play played across the street from here. Um, you know, I'd I'd love to see something like that happen and, and switch uh, it up each year, you know, right? STM and then Christian, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I like you said, there's a lot of other things involved. You know, we're already, you know, like our our schedule's pretty much set for for next year, except for the the Gillette game. You know, that's one game we're going to lose. So, you know, um, I, I I wouldn't be opposed to it, and uh, you know, like I said, those. Those trips, you know, especially when we do, you know, three out of three trips across the river out of four weeks, you know, which last year we had three three weekends in February. We traveled to the eastern part of the state, and right. uh, that's a killer. You know, it's, yeah, it, it is. And yeah. um, you know, I just I just think it's a little unfair. But I think, you know, they're I think they are going to take a look at the schedule and, and uh, you know at least you know try to make it a little more fair. The state should I think. TJ, what do you want to get out of this game tonight? Um, you guys uh, haven't won a lot. Um, I know that. You've been in some games. You're competitive. you got some nice guards. I mean, what do you want to get out of this game with STM? They they maybe aren't as uh, much of a state A power as they have been. What are you going to get out of it? Well, you know, for us, I just, I, you know, I wasn't looking to play STM when we were looking for a game, but it was awful convenient since they're right in town. You know, for us, I was just happy we were able to add a 20th team. And, and for us, you know, it's down to crunch time. We're, we're at the bottom end, and, and uh, you know, I, I didn't do the math, but I'm pretty sure we have to win two games out of our next three. I, 
you know, if, if we want to get into the SODAC 16. But but for us, I think, it's, you know, it's nice. Our kids get another chance to play on their court. And, and um, you know, it should be a good crowd, uh, you know, with SDM. And, um, you know, we're, we, we just approach it as, as we do any other game, except it's a little odd. It's on a Monday night. You know, instead of a Friday or Saturday for us, but uh, you know, it, it's it's for our kids. It's kind of been a long year, wins and losses, but they show up every day and and uh, you know don't mope around at practice and and um, you know, so we're just really approaching it as a as another game. Coach Hollenbeck said. Well, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. I mean, he, he's com- competitive. He told me, it doesn't matter who wins or loses tonight. This is going to be a great competitive game for the kids. He thinks these kids know each other. They used to play against each other or with each other even. He said that's what it's about. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, when we, it's funny because when we do our scouting reports, you know, this is the one team where, you know, three or four of our guys know all their kids, you know. Right. So, it's, and, and, you know, we've. We saw St. Thomas more, I don't know, three or four games this summer. Right. Um, which, which you know, sometimes it's one or two, but I, I think we pretty much played them every time we were in a team camp. So, uh, you know, it's uh, like like you said, I, th- I think it's going to be a good atmosphere and, and uh, uh, good night. Last one. I'll let you run. Uh, you got to get ready. It's T.J. Hayes on tonight, Central Boys Coach, previewing our matchup at St. Thomas More Central tonight. We'll have it on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Cobblers are hosting at Central. Um, double A teams get a little penalized for playing A. I said, I think this has been a factor why sometimes people say, well, that might not be good for us in, in seed points and, and it might hurt us there. Is that a big factor in the big picture or not? Um, I, you know, I think that kind of depends on the year. You know, for, for us, to be honest right now, that's, that's of no concern for us. You know, I think if you're, uh, one of the, the top teams in the state, you know, maybe one, two, or three, and, and you're looking at, you know, there there's uh, a difference between the one and two seed in the state tournament. You know, if if, if that was the case, I would think it would matter. But, um, you know, I mean, two points after 20 games, you know, if, you know, if you win every game you should, then I don't really know if it would matter that much. Yeah. Because um, you're talking fraction by the, you know, you're talking fraction of points at the end. And so, if St. Thomas um, Moore's been good, um, that doesn't hurt you as bad, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you if you can beat an A team that has a really good record, it's really not going to, you know, hurt you. You lose to a double A team that's bad, it's far worse than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just how it, how it is. Um, you know, so I think in the, in the long run, playing one game against an A school probably isn't going to matter that much. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you look at it, you know, Watertown comes out here next year. How many how many fans are they going to bring, as opposed to if we play STM next year? Yeah, you yeah. Know, no, that, I'm that's, with you. Uh, you know, another way to look at it. And, not, uh, not only it saves you on the budget, I think you guys could make money, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for for sure. Um, you know, and then you know, we, that's one less trip that we would have to make. So, you know, I, I think, like I said, I think that's something that's going to be looked at and. You know, like I said, T's hopping in next year. So, you know, are, are, are those schools out there going to pick up T and drop somebody else over there? Or are they going to say, you know what, we're not going to play Central and Stevens. That will give us two open games. We can play T, and now, you know, maybe we can play O'Gorman twice or or pick up Sioux Falls Christian or, you know, whatever Yeah, which they they've do. done. Yeah, they've done that too. Um, 
Good stuff. And I, I would personally like to do that. You know, I would like to have a hand in it before we get the phone call and say, you know what, we're not playing you next year. Right. You know, I'm okay with, with us saying, you know what, we're not playing you next year because we got games. Right, right. So, um, I'm with you on it. I appreciate you guys doing it. I think the fans are going to have fun. It should be a fun night. You've been in the game a long time. Uh, Central, St. Thomas Moore tonight. Boys varsity basketball coming up in an hour. Coach T.J. Hague. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate the time. All right. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. T.J. Hay on tonight. Longtime boys basketball coach. Uh, was over at Stevens, right? And now has been at Rapid City Central. Good stuff. Good conversation there with T.J. Appreciate him coming on and talking openly about the various factors and what they're looking at, what they're looking at next year. I hope we can build on this. I think it'd be outstanding. Central Stevens tonight. Or, uh, whoa, oh, that was a Freudian slip. A Freudian slip. See what I'm used to saying? Central Stevens tonight. No, no, no. Central St. Thomas More tonight. Coming up at 7. Who's hot and who's not? We wrap up our show. The youngest kid to ever get a deal? Who is it? What is it? It's on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows dip down to about 30 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Daytime highs approaching 54 tomorrow, mainly clear skies. Tomorrow night, 33. Cloudy Wednesday, decreasing clouds by Thursday. Mid 50s Wednesday, low 50s by Thursday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently 43. Ready to be part of something big? Meet the Rapid City Sports Commission, the powerhouse behind sports in Rapid City. The commission focuses on bringing regional and national tournaments, supporting homegrown events, and creating opportunities for our kids. But it's not just games, it's a win-win for all of us. Youth sports fuel our economy. Hosting events in Rapid City means out-of-town families shop, dine, and stay with us, which boosts sales tax revenues, too. To get in on the action, visit rcsportscommission.com, where we're all about the hustle. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, thanks for listening tonight on President's Day Monday on the Nate Brown Show. If you missed some of the show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. It'll be up tonight. The Nate Brown Show podcast, available where you download your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Search the Nate Brown Show. Every show right there in podcast form. You can listen. Big night tonight. High school hoops. Looking forward to it. St. Thomas More Boys at Rapid City Central for the first time at the varsity level. Cobblers, Cavaliers will uh, coming up in an hour on Fox Sports Rapid City. Before we go, who's hot and who's not? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Tomorrow, it's kids' night. One child 12 and under eats free for every regular priced adult. Tuesday nights, Pizza Ranch Buffet. Two locations in Rapid City. The deal is tomorrow for families. 
Make it happen. Buffet open till 8 uh, each day. Pizza Ranch, Kids Night, Tuesday night. In my Who's Hot category, I don't know if you saw this, it's starting to get serious down in Kansas City. Now with the Chiefs, how about this? The Kansas City Royals have unveiled their plans for the new ballpark in downtown KC. Kansas City Royals, they had Kauffman Stadium. It's a, it's a great stadium. I love it. The waterfall. I mean, this is an iconic stadium. I get it. They got to get a new one. They unveiled the plans. Over $2 billion. The Kansas City Royals want the stadium downtown over $2 billion. Blocks away from T-Mobile Center. Okay, in the heart of Kansas City. The Royals say they'll invest more than $1 billion in private funding for the new stadium. Over $2 billion, they're going to go $1 billion. We'll see how this all comes together. Kansas City Royals want a brand new stadium. They unveiled the plans, specific plans now, downtown KC. I think it's time there. I think it's time. In our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, sorry to say, I'm not going to pick on the kid. I'm going to pick on Nike. Nike has signed a 13-year-old soccer player She's <laughs> she, she's on the U15 national team. Her name's McKenna Whittem. Nike assigned her to a deal, an NIL deal, for a 13-year-old soccer player. She is the youngest athlete in any sport to sign with Nike. McKenna Whittem, 13-year-old U.S. soccer player. Let's see how good she is. Let's just see. Bring her out to the Rapids. Let's see how. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we're back tomorrow at 4. 13 years old? Nike deal? Come on. Back tomorrow. See ya. Central St. Thomas Moore coming up.